When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. Even today's leaders in modern agriculture have humble beginnings. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. Milk Source, which operates dairies in Wisconsin, Michigan, and Missouri, traces its roots back to the 60s when a small 30-cow dairy was started in Freedom, Wisconsin, by John Vosters' parents. John Vosters is the co-founder of Milk Source. John says it was labor efficiency that drove Milk Source's growth, starting with adding a milking parlor in a stanchion barn. That's always one of our biggest challenges. How do we get more efficient? How do we get better? So the milking parlor obviously was one way to get more efficient. Um, but our competitors out west, they've been better than us at being efficient. And so we keep looking for the next avenue that can help us compete better on a national and global stage. Um, that is milking parlors, and then it became rotary milking parlors, and then it's bigger rotary milking parlors. So, you know, now there's technology coming along that will further help us to be able to uh, um, do so more efficiently. What type of technology? Stuff like teat scrubbers, uh, teat sprayers in the parlor, you know, different AI technology, cow monitoring, that kind of thing. So there's a lot of different ways that, you know, one, one of it is through genetics by breeding healthier cattle means that we have to have fewer interactions with them. So our, our, our perfect model of a cow is one that is born, gets pregnant, has a calf, and just does that year after year with very few interactions. Um, that's the kind of cow that we're trying to breed and, and strive for because she's again she fits the model of sustainable efficient um that that's the kind of cow that we need to end up with not only are you looking for you know efficiencies in the barn health uh, of the cow but also cow comfort uh, plays a big role in in dairying yeah so we've we've learned a lot along the way um you know maybe 15 years ago we've settled on uh sand bedded freestalls because that's the most comfortable for the cow so that's helped us out a lot um some of our dairies use virgin sand but most of them it's recycled sand and we've gotten better at at recycling it so it's a better product to put down on the cows we're definitely exploring options again because it's it's all about being competitive and can we use recycled solids instead of sand Um, that's something that i think we'll look very strongly at going forward because it costs less to recycle solids than it does to recycle sand and it's easier on equipment and, and floors and cow's feet and that kind of thing. Yeah, who's, um, who's driving, I guess, the decisions to, to try new things or to innovate? Is it the farmer, is it you guys, or is it consumers? I, I, you know, I would say it's probably us and the, and the vendors that, that come up with better ways of doing things. So we're constantly challenged by somebody that does things better than we do, and, and basically they can produce milk for less than we can. So it's a commodity business, and so the strongest or the best survive. So we have to keep adapting. So we can't sit there and say, hey, it's 1998, and we figured it out then, and that's the way we do it because that'll get us left behind. So there's somebody that is figuring out a better way to do it, and we have to be connected to the industry, per se, so that we can adopt those same technologies in our business. Do you have any connection to the grocery shopper? Do they drive anything that, do their dollars that they spend on groceries drive anything that you guys do? So we have to, uh, like, I feel like our role in the industry as far as the consumer is, we don't sell direct to a consumer on on our large dairy farms. 
but our role is to represent our industry in a good light so we have to be good stewards of the land we have to be a good employer for our employees we have to be good in the community so we have to be a positive wherever we are so that the industry milk in general it doesn't get a bad rap and there's a lot of antis we would call them that are opposed to animal agriculture and so we have to tell our story about we care about people community cows and we're doing the right things day in and day out so you know we do that through social media we do that through tours we exhibit cows at world dairy expo and i think that shows our commitment to our care for our cows because we're competing with the best in the world with our cows and and we're taking care of them and we're treating them right and you also mentioned it's important to care for your employees, too. Uh, let's talk about labor. Right now, Wisconsin is facing a labor shortage, particularly in the ag sector. How do you deal with that? So it's, it's always very challenging. Labor has been the driver for our growth because we have really good employees. So we've gotten more intentional with training, um, with steering our culture. Our biggest thing is to develop our leaders because... The people that work at the farms don't necessarily work for Jim, John, or Todd. They work for their supervisor. So we have to have our employees be very connected. We have to have them uh, buy into teamwork. And we constantly have to give them, we have to recognize when they do the job right. We have to appreciate it on a daily basis. We have to get them to feel like when they come to work that what they do is important to our success. And it really is. Everybody has a really important role. So how do we cultivate the next leader? If we're going to grow another dairy, who's the best one from within? Because they they know what our culture is to grow. So we've been very intentional about, as we have expanded, taking people that want that opportunity to learn and grow and give them an opportunity on another site to lead people. And whether we like it or not, we still see pandemic challenges. Have you been seeing any pandemic challenges, particularly in supply chain? It's been challenging. Some of the, you know, one of the biggest probably challenges facing the industry is literally the haulers. So can they get product from the processing plant? Can the processing plant have enough employees to process the milk, make the cheese? And then it's been parts and supplies. All of that has, has been quite challenging, but our industry is one of, we're pretty good at adapting to what we need to do today, what challenges come tomorrow. We're, we're pretty good at keeping our head down and, and keep going forward. So I think this too will pass. My, my biggest thing on the pandemic is, hey, get people to eat real food, drink milk, get outside, you know, vitamin D, you know, live a healthy lifestyle. That, that's probably our best defense to, to beat this thing. And yeah. Let's talk a little bit about Milk Source's um, footprint. You guys are well known in Wisconsin, but you compete at the national level. Yeah, so we have four large dairies in Wisconsin. We have two in Michigan and one in uh, Missouri, and a heifer ranch in Liberal, Kansas. So um, we're we're pretty spread out in that regard. I would rather have all those animals on one farm, but um, you know, from a footprint standpoint, that's probably challenging. But we, we have to have those really good leaders at each of those sites especially the ones that are further away. And like I've said, our growth has always been because of we've, we've had really good people. Who are your biggest competitors? Our biggest competitor is the, is the people that are producing milk cheaper than we are. If we can't have a margin on the milk price and you know make money, making money is so key to being sustainable. Our motto is sustainability starts here. So to be sustainable, we have to stay in business and we have to make money to stay in business. So there's always producers that are producing it for less than we are and it's a commodity market 
we have to figure out what they're doing well and can we copy that can we implement that on our sites john anything else that i didn't ask you that you wanted to to talk about i think one of our keys and maybe perhaps why we've been recognized some of it is our size but some of it is um, our culture and our company and how we treat our people and we've intentionally in the past years um, tried to steer our culture and we've started a milk source way of the day and it's just 31 different things that are important to us and one day it could be respect uh, one day it could be teamwork one day it can be animal care and so we we try to get everybody at the dairy together in their small groups or pods or whatever and just spend 45 seconds or a minute talking about the milk source way of the day and what's important to us and it was our way to intentionally say this is what's important to us as leaders of the company this is what we want to be important for all the people that work for us so we think it's important in steering our our culture to what we want it to be john vosters along with the other milk source founders todd willer and jim ostrom are the 2020 world dairy expo dairy producers of the year and they attribute the honor and the continued success of their farm to their commitment to environmental stewardship Top Shelf Animal Care and Community Engagement. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.